Okay. My gogs. There we go. Sorry about that. You, you can be a mime. That'd be great. Okay, so uh, remember you can follow us here on Twitch, on YouTube, at Just Another Nerdy Podcast. You can also um, watch us live, or, or you can also uh, download us a little bit later if you don't feel like watching us live. You can put a little nerdy in your pocket and download us onto iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. Now, if you need any of your uh, nerdy news updates or your social media updates, feel free to check us out at uh <clears throat> feel free to check us out on uh twitter at ja nerdy podcast and at facebook.com slash just another nerdy podcast so now that we've got all that fun business out of the way uh dank is it all right if i call you dank <laughs> how you doing buddy what's that i think so yeah oh wait let me get the desktop audio hang on ah uh, this thing's being a turd today Gotta uh, love Monday morning. There we go. Now we hear you. Perfect. Well, <laughs> welcome, buddy. Yeah, it's, this has been a Monday for sure. I have been fighting an uphill battle all day long. I moved my computer. I had everything up and going like two hours ago, and I moved my computer a little bit to get some extra space in here, and it just restarted. I was like, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> oh, nice. So that is the power button. Yeah, I must have. I don't know. It's kind of sensitive over there. I don't I don't really understand, but that's all right. Um, so uh so for those of you who don't uh know, this is Smoke and Dank 5280. I like to call him Dank for short. Uh do you have any does anybody call you anything else for short or my ex-wife calls me a lot of things I don't know if I'm allowed to mention. <laughs> you can mention whatever you want. This is uh, this is an explicit podcast, so you can say whatever you want. Oh, um, you know, asshole, motherfucker, all those. But no, Dank is <laughs> Dank's what most people call me. I'm going to call you Dank. We're just, we're just going to go with that. That'll work. So, Dank, you mentioned um, one of the first times that I was actually talking to you, you mentioned that you have been streaming for about is it three years or is it four years now uh it's been a it's been a long time first like my first test streams were back on the ps4 when destiny one was out um just kind of dipping my toes into the water for the very first time and then i consider like serious streaming since november 2015 that's when i put the money into the pc it's like we're going this is what we're doing you know okay so so I found you playing um I found you playing Prey, which is um one of my favorite games. System Shock <laughs> 2 remake basically. Yeah, yeah. The well like Oh hey, uh Pocket Pocket Mom. Welcome. I think it's Pocket Mom. <laughs> oh, and yeah, uh, that's Pocket uh, Mom. She's one of my mods. Welcome Pocket Mom. Thank you. Thank you for popping in on the stream. Uh, Jank, I forgot to also say th a big shout out to you. You actually designed this layout. Um, yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. You like you you stopped in on the last stream, which was really really cool, and then you designed this like right after, and it looks it looks a lot better. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem, dude. No problem. That's one of the troubles I think. Like trying to like do this whole thing is is uh, getting a whole bunch of stuff. Pokemon. Thank you for the follow. Um. One of the best things, though, is getting um, 
or it's hard to like find the time to kind of kick back and do all this stuff. And like when I came to designing my layout, I was like, "Ah, we'll just shove this in there. (laughs) So this is it's a ton between layouts, uh, overlays, the stuff on your channel, running a discord, trying to maintain a Twitter, have a life. Oh yeah. Yeah. This entire weekend actually. Um, so I was trying to tweet from the road uh, and my wife were like, my wife and I were going to Wisconsin. Uh, her mom bought her like Josh Groban tickets for the weekend. So we had to like drive up and I'm in Iowa. So it's only like a five hour drive, but it was like a five hour drive. And I'm trying to tweet from the road and come up with stuff to say and stuff whilst continuing and still talking to other people about stuff. It was, it was a crazy weekend. Uh, I'll you there. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh dank you have a fairly obvious niche uh i would say um and it's actually really fun to actually tell people like hey they're like who's your next interview and i'm like it's gonna be smoking dank 5280 and they all just stop and look at me but do you want to talk a little bit about your niche your niche your... i don't think it's that big of a niche i mean 5280 we're just broadcasting from the denver area but people seem to get a kick out of it yeah, well, I mean, you're you're very like weed centric, which is which is really really cool. Right, no, I was just messing with you. No, okay. I'm actually loading. A, <laughs> I'm actually loading a bowl right now. You're part of my wake and bake right now. I could hear you. I could. I, yeah, I could actually hear you. They unfortunately, everyone else didn't get to hear that like right away. So I was like, "Ooh, this is great!" Like I'm doing all my stuff, and I just hear you smoking right there, and I'm like, "That's awesome." Um, so so let's talk about um because. I actually, when I was first explaining this to someone who was else, who's also streaming, there's this girl, I'm a, I'm the mermaid queen. She was streaming. Uh, and I was like, I was telling her about you and she was smoking a blunt at that point, And she just goes, um, I was like talking about you and she goes, wait, five, two, eight. Oh, she goes, what, uh, what does that mean? And, uh, I was like, I'm not sure. And she goes, well, that's my area code. <laughs> She has a four digit area code? I don't know. I don't know. I thought that was really weird. And I was like, uh I don't know, I'll go ask him and I popped in on your stream, but why don't you explain to people what five two eight oh like actually means? Alright, fifty two eighty, first off, is it my birthday? Everybody thinks it's my birthday. Um and it, it would actually work, because I was born in nineteen eighty. I'm old. Um, oh okay. fifty two eighty is actually a like Denver thing here for the elevation, mile high. So you've got 5280 magazine you've got 5280 plumbing a buddy of mine owned 5280 motorsports you know there's probably 5280 escort service it's it's a local thing out here okay and okay. so like when i get people who come into my stream who are from the area they're like 5280 you're, you're in denver I'm like yep <laughs> that's cool um so one of the things that I sort of latched onto when I was watching your stream a while back, I really like the amount of activity that you have going on. Um, you play, you, like you, you have very like chill games that you play, but at the same time, you do like like you're very active as a streamer and you're very engaging. Um, like I know you do like some wheel spins. You have oh, like God, a, the wheels. Yeah, <laughs> you have a bong kit counter and a beer counter at the bottom. I think, is that just at night or is that during the day too? Um, well, I don't stream anymore during the days, unless it's a kind of a special event. I found that I'm better off just <clears throat> putting all my time into a longer night show. 
but we do we've got bong hit counters we eat those nasty bean boozled jelly beans oh yeah those are on a slot wheel we've got the wheel of dank that has challenges chat currency more of those stupid jelly beans um there's quite a bit we've got oh if you're a sub there's like 130 sound effects mini games i kind of i sometimes have a problem of going a little overboard on shit and so i've actually had to pull back a lot of the stuff that we used to have in uh the stream because it got to be just too much okay okay oh uh, i forgot you know it does chris i think chris goodrich follows you doesn't he yeah, he's been watching this whole last week. <laughs> I was I was dying because uh, um, I just popped in to watch a little bit of your stream, and Chris is just like, "Oh, hey Jay, how's it going?" <laughs> Chris is Chris is actually like just I think like maybe just down the street from us. Um, like he he lives very close to us and stuff, so he's been following me since I did a podcast before this called Catchy. Uh, then we kind of evolved it into this podcast and uh chris chris followed us over so i i was so ecstatic to see him like following you as well i was pretty pumped about that no he's been cool he's been really cool yeah that's good and then we were like we thought we were all cool and we're like chris we just made you um we just made you moderator for our chat you know huge huge honor and he just goes yeah i do that for quite a few and i was like oh okay Like whatever, get in line. Yeah, Chris is that awesome enigma. Like he's just, he's extremely loyal and awesome. But um, so I I really hope uh I really hope you enjoy him sticking with you because he's a cool kid. Uh, however, he will make jokes about being in your bushes. That is a little weird. <laughs> oh, I got a big old bush right here on my face. My yeah. Carpet. Yeah. How long is your beard now? Lengthwise? Oh, I don't know. I keep it trimmed at the bottom just to uh to keep it looking manageable or keep it looking decent um if i don't it actually does what i think it's called a french split where it'll split down in the middle and fork out to the sides and oh it looks like hell so oh that sounds think, really cool no it it, it kind of is but you also can get kind of hobo looking i mean <laughs> you, you gotta keep it kind of maintained but it's I, been going for five six years my kid oh, wouldn't wow. recognize me without it. <laughs> yeah, those are some of my favorite stories. Is um, I, I think Adam Sandler was talking about in like his new special. He was talking about how the most vulnerable he ever saw was the one time he saw his dad shave, and he came out with like a bare face, and he just like. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, I think my dad, like my dad, always had a mustache, and then when he shaved that, that was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. It would traumatize my kid. He's all about. He can't wait for him. He wants to have a beard. He's always like, "Dad, can, can you see my beard coming in?" And he's got like peach fuzz because people have peach fuzz all over. I'm like, "Yep, you got a beard," but he's excited about getting a beard. He he knows, and he's told people, and I've had to tell him to knock it off. He knows that uh, if your dad doesn't have a beard, you've got two moms. <laughs> and he's told that to his friends, and I'm like, "You got to stop that. Knock it off." So he's like, "What? It's funny." I'm like, no, 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 no. That's one of those things where it's really funny, but you can't let them know that it's hilarious. Mm. <laughs> well, it's a song. It's the title of a, of a beard song that he thinks is hilarious. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, so, uh, where, where did you get like some of the ideas to add like some of the counters and, and stuff like that into your stream? Was that something that you started right away with or um is that something that just sort of evolved naturally into your stream 
Um, everything's kind of evolved. When I first, first started, um, I was on a PS4 with the PS4 camera, you know, um, cause I didn't want to drop any money into this. I was, I, I mean, the PS4 camera was a huge investment into something that wasn't paying anything at all. Um, and I'm like, I don't really know if I want to do this and turn the camera on. And I ran a, um, they had a filter that made y'all pixelated. I don't want to be on camera. And then it was, you know, okay. You want people to come watch. You really need to have your face camera. All right, let's turn on the camera. And then once, really everything came together once we got the PC and um, started allowing us to work with overlays and shit like that. And uh, people wanted to know, how many hits have you taken tonight? I was like, well, I don't know. Maybe I can find a way to keep track of it for us on screen. And, well, now I got to look up bots. And it just snowballs from there. I think that's one of the one of my favorite things about Twitch is that it's um, it's a little bit of everything. You're a performer, but you're also um, like you have to be a bit of a technician. Like you have to know how to work settings and make things look good, and uh, you have to do all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, oh yeah, you're your and own then PR on top of that, you get to play video games. Yeah, you're you're your own PR department. You're your own producer. Your own writer. Your tech guy, you're the camera guy, you're the talent scout, basically going to figure out what games you want to feature for people. It's you do it all. You hear and you hear a lot of people in stream. I could do this. It's like, give it a go, <laughs> give yeah. it a go. Just try. Don't quit your don't <laughs> quit your job. It's a lot of fucking work. Speaking of, is this I, I I was reading earlier. Is this actually your professional gig? Like, is this what you do? Um, I'm split between this and I do a little, uh, web design on the side. Uh, mainly what I do though is I'm a stay at home dad. Um, when the economy fell out, my wife and I had just had our son and she was like, I'm not staying at home. He'll drive me nuts. And I was like, you know what? I'll chill at home. I can, I can change some diapers. And that was when he was six months old and he's what going to be eight in uh, January. So full-time gig is stay-at-home dad um i manage a couple websites on the side and then i do this to cover everything that's awesome however i do let everybody know if my wife left me or something i would be doing this from a cardboard box it is not big it's not big money or anything <laughs> yeah on unfortunately well i'm kind of at the point i've been doing it off and on for three years um i do it more as a hobby um you know, I've changed probably three jobs, I think, over the course of trying to stream at the same time. And that takes like a huge toll. Um, it's it's hard and, and, and it's really difficult to get traction in this in this field. It is. It's a lot of consistency is the biggest thing. I mean, oh, yeah. and I've got the issue where I'm trying to time stuff. I'm like to my son, I'm like, you need to get in bed. Stop giving your mom a hard time because I got to work. Because... <laughs> If you're supposed to be on at 9 o'clock, if you're not on until 9.05, a lot of your viewers have already checked out and gone to watch something else. Your loyal people are there, but the consistency is that biggest part of gaining that traction you're talking about. Oh, yeah. And, oh. It's, I mean, I've pretty much been doing night streams every night for like three years. Yeah. What? Let's talk about gaming. What, um, what type of games do you like to play on the stream? Um, I'm really, I go to two different spectrums of basically RPGs. 
Um, I like to stream the newer stuff. Uh, love the Witcher series. We've played Witcher 1, Witcher 2, Witcher 3. We beat Witcher 3 now in hardest settings. We don't wear armor. It's just like, okay, we're done with this again. Woohoo, go Geralt! Uh, the Fallout series. But I really like old school isometric RPGs. Fallout 1. Um, I'm planning on playing Planescape during stream. We've done Pillars of Eternity. Oh, Tyranny, stuff like that. Slower pace, lots of story, lots of uh, player engagement with uh, dialogue and stuff. It's totally stuff that bores my stream, but that's what I really like to play. <laughs> but I know to keep them awake because we're all smoking, we play like Fallout 4, the more action stuff, Dark Souls, you know. Okay. But Hitman's the next big one coming up that I'm looking forward to. I've been watching you play a little bit of Hitman, and I enjoy that. Um, I think the last one I think I saw though, like you're, you're, you were trying to get like a, like a certain outfit to kill all these people with or something. Um, it was like a, mm, it was like the doctors, the crow mask. Oh yeah. Sorry. yeah, yeah. We were working on, <laughs> um, oh yeah. The, uh, the medicine doctor mask in the, uh, it was like a South American village or something. I know exactly what mission you're talking about. It's a, it's a fun game. It's a fun series. I played that way back on Xbox. Um, I avoided it when it first came out in 2016 because it was episodic. You paid for the game, and then they drop a new chapter every month or every three months or something. I was like, I'm not doing that. I want it all at once. Oh, yeah. But once I got the whole game, I'm like, woohoo! It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I've heard so like the, i don't know the the episodic idea kind of puts me off a little bit as well but um then i started hearing reviews and stuff and they said it's amazing so i was like all right i'm, I'm interested oh yeah i'm really excited for part two it comes out in like 12 days or something no eight days something like that on the 13th yeah it's and, coming out uh, this one yeah and this one will be the entire game at once i assume they'll have dlc later in the year but we're not gonna have to wait between each location yeah, it's an interesting idea. I think they were trying out um, sort of copying the Telltale formula, but making like this TV like formulated idea out of video games that I just don't think that it works. <laughs> right. Well, not in my opinion, not in this type of game, but it does. I see where they're trying to figure out a way to make a single player story as where the industry is going to games as a service, you know. How do we keep people playing this? How do we make this the game that they're continually playing and continually being nickel and dimed or supporting their their favorite game, whichever way you want to look at it? Yeah, that is. I, yeah, I guess that is an interesting thing. I mean, uh, something that just happened, and and you can. I, I know there's a lot of people have their opinions on Fortnite, but um, one thing that I was just tuned into the other day was like something about a cube. Like they had everyone went to go watch this cube event happen and they have, I guess they have like season pass events that happen on the, on the game that I didn't even know about. Like, I just thought people just went in and shot each other. That was, yeah, was you can level up or something with a season pass. Fortnite's not my thing at all, but if, yeah. if it means more people are gaming, Hey, maybe they'll jump over and play something else. You know, I'm just, if they're successful, it just means more people are exposed to the genre. I played about five minutes of Fortnite, um and because i wasn't on there with anyone like i was playing by myself i had a panic attack and i just quit 
Like, <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I just left. I was like, I'm out. Cause it's, it's very much like play as you will, you know? Um, oh yeah. Doesn't really exp- like give you too much of an explanation, which was yeah, terrifying. Yeah, I played to it me. for about eight minutes. I've played. I've actually streamed PUBG a couple times. They're just not my thing. They're not what um, my audience at the time is looking for, you know, or what I'm looking for in a game. That's true. I'm very, and you're one of the only. It seems like you're one of the only streamers that are similar, uh, in the sense that I'm. Because they say to like make it, you need to be very collaborative, and you have to have. A lot of like you know you got to be partnering with a lot of people i myself i like to play just a single player game and chill out like that's that's my favorite thing and that's what i love about your streams this is like i'll pop in and you'll just be playing something random that's like a single player experience right um last night was totally random um played quake champions oh Um, yeah multiplayer fast paced which is actually a lot of where my recent gaming history before twitch comes from my kid gaming stuff is super nintendos and stuff and Nintendo, right. but um yeah it's usually single player because like you said we got a lot of shit going on in the stream which means i'm pausing i and i have people on my team or i'm trying to run away from people there's so much going on that it's just like i'm dead or i'm a bad teammate so let's just do something where i can pause the game and you guys don't have to worry about me playing one-handed or having to eat these beans right now for the next two minutes while you're providing cover fire. I get you. Um, yeah, let's talk about like gaming when you, when you started. So you were, you were born in 1980. I was born in 1988. So I was a little bit later. My first experience was super Nintendo. Um, I played a, a link to the past at my friend's house. Also, I just wanted to do a quick shout out to, uh, the boom guy 38 uh welcome bomb sorry the bomb guy oh there we go i haven't popped in and said hi or i haven't said hi to you you popped in here for a little bit while um but i just wanted to say hi real quick sorry Come by stream and ask him why he's 38 what's that you gotta come by stream and ask him why he is 38 oh okay yeah definitely or i could have him come into my stream at some point that would be cool um so so, Dank, um, what were, like, some of your first gaming experiences? <clears throat> first, first gaming experiences, um, like, my parents were not at all supportive of video games. I, they bought one console for our house, a Nintendo. The month before, like, it was November, and the Super Nintendo dropped at Christmas, you know? We were just that far back. Um, but... When we would go, like my parents had a business, they had a retail clothing store, and so they'd go to market, they'd go to trade shows, and they'd leave us with family friends who had older kids. So we got to play Atari when I was little. We're like, oh, this is so cool. And then we got to play um, the first Nintendo. I remember trying the first Metal Gear. I must have been like seven years old. And I'm like, what the? I can't play this. This is so difficult. Can I have Mario back? (laughs) Um castlevania 2 simon's quest was probably the first kind of epic game i ever played as a kid and um, i still like the castlevania series but i haven't played it i've tried some of the newer games and i'm just like no this isn't for me but yeah everything kind of started with the nintendo if i wanted to play anything else i had to go to uh friends houses you know i get you we i think what uh, so we had the super nintendo and that was it um, and there was like 
I think we had three games for it, maybe four. And then um, before that, I actually was going to a friend's house playing Link to the Past. I never played that at my house. Like, that was just at his house. Um, and then uh, my sisters always make fun of me because I'm, like, the youngest. So as they moved out, my parents had more money. <laughs> right. So they spent, like, so at that point, like, I got – well, I bought my own N64, and then I got – a GameCube for like Easter at one point, but I mean, nice. It was straight you know, Nintendo. Me and my brother had to, I had to read a hundred books. My brother had to read fifty books so we could get a Nintendo. Oh wow! Just so we could play Super Mario and Duck Hunt. That's a that's an interesting parenting technique. That's that is really cool. How do, how does oh. so how does parenting translate over to you with your son in video games? Oh God, I hate Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate Minecraft. I, as a parent and a gamer, I'm actually like, I was watching him play it the other day, and he's been playing it for years now. He's he's had a controller in his hand before he could talk. Um, I used to literally, like, hold him, like, you know, when you rock a baby in your arms, and I've got my controller in my hands, and he's asleep. So he's been exposed to it forever. He wants to be a streamer. Um, he's stopped doing it, but there was a time when he would actually play his games as a streamer, talking to his audience. Um, and I'm like, who are you talking to? Because I'm talking to my viewers, Dad. <laughs> All right, go for it, dude. That's um, so cool. He's at he's at an advantage where there's some games. I'm like, yeah, you can go play Borderlands. It's all right. You know, it's not. It's cartoons. It's comics. You you watch Batman cartoons. They're just as violent. He just magically doesn't kill them, you know? <laughs> and that's his claim to fame with his friends. Like, he'll get off the school bus and be like, Dad, Dad, don't I get to play Borderlands? I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> He's like, see? To his friends. And they're like, oh, wow. He's cool. <laughs> but at the same time as a parent, I'm still like, I will turn that off. I know you can save it. Go clean your damn room, you know? Because, as you know, you're married. Anything that rolls downhill, if he doesn't clean his room, his mother's going to yell at him, and then she's going to yell at me. And so I'd rather just yell at him really quick and avoid getting yelled at. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah. But he also, he gets exposed to a lot of games. Um, and part of the reason I started doing this was because of my kids, where as I talk to them and as I talk to like their friends' parents... They're like, all my kid does is watch these these guys on YouTube. Most of them, these kids aren't on Twitch or anything yet. They're like, all these kids do is watch these guys on YouTube. I'm like, if this is actually where everybody's going and the next generation is going for their media, one, that's where I want to be. Um, and two, when we go back to the parenting part, so you're getting the long, long, long stoner answers. Hey, that's <laughs> all right. I like that. I like that. When we go back to parenting... When my kid's a teenager, if he knows I can game, he might sit down with me and play Call of Duty 408, you know, um, and mention something to me to where he doesn't go do fucking crack or something. I don't know what the fuck it's going to be. You know, you want to be able to have those fucking connections still when they're older because, I mean, it's easy. It's not easy, but parenting when they're younger because they think you're a god at the point isn't so bad it's like get in the house because i told you so okay so when they're older you want to be able to break through and i hope maybe this will work a little bit yeah they haven't realized that you're fallible yet which is a, right. a terrifying idea um when you i mean especially as a kid that's that's a lot 
<laughs> Someone's loving the Call of Duty 408. Yeah. Um. So that's that's a ways down from now. Like you and your kid are gonna be immortal. That's. <laughs> that's. I don't know. Are they making one a year right now? I don't even know. Yeah, probably. They don't get to where it's one every six months. That's... And I really think that's a franchise that needs to just go to games as a service. It's the same shit every year. Just sell us the new fucking map packs for 15 bucks every quarter and just call it Call of Duty. Whatever. You're not making single-player games anymore. If you want to add a Battle Royale section, awesome. But quit making everybody buy a new fucking title. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think we got to get Madden in line on that first because Madden's like, Madden's way worse on that. Well, well, um, and is it really Madden's fault or any of the sports games? If the sports don't change, yeah, the only thing that can really change is the graphics. Well, you can change. Uh, I, I mean, I suppose like the rules change a little bit every year, and then player stats. I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's ridiculously complicated. Um, way too complicated for me to even care. But, <laughs> but yeah, but my point being. You don't get to dual-wheeled footballs in the next Madden and knock people out melee style. It's not like, oh, new feature! It's like, oh, there's more grass. (laughs) That is something that I thought um, they need to, they actually need to do is like, uh, I I thought it'd be cool if they did a Madden XFL. Do you remember the XFL days? Oh, barely. Wasn't that when, before it was WWE, it was WWF, wasn't that yeah. their football? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they wanted to make a football. <laughs> I, I think, and, and someone was like, you mean NFL Blitz? And I was like, right, they need to just redo that. Like, make it to where you can, like, body slam people and, like, take off rules and just just make oh, yeah. a, an effort Madden Dude, thing. I played Blitz on a stand-up arcade back in the day. Oh yeah, I think that's still actually in the barcade um, near my town. Like, <laughs> I was like, once I saw that, I was like, oh sweet, <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, no, I I personally think they need to just make a uh just a go out there like Madden in space or something like that. You know, jump the shark a bit with the get with the series. It'd be fun. Um, right, just something <laughs> off the wall. Yeah, something You've got crazy. Turrets, one game. Because, I mean, isn't that sort of, uh, well, not Black, I don't think Black Ops. Well, Black Ops was a little off the wall, but they did, uh, is it Modern Warfare or whatever, where they just added technology with, like, jetpacks and stuff, and then they, like, were in space. It was nuts. Like, uh, Advanced Warfare. We were talking about that one last night. Yeah. That was the, I checked out on Ghost. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and really, when I started playing Call of Duty, uh, I bought one of my friends just played it, and so I bought a 360, bought Call of Duty, and we played in a clan. 360 died, got a PS3, found a new clan, played all the Call of Duties, and then when we all got PS4, some of us got PS4, some of us didn't. Ghost kind of sucked, and it was just like, eh, I'm done with this shit. It's the same crap. Um, and then a buddy of mine was like, hey, when Advanced Warfare came out, he's like, you got to get this. It's great. It's what we've been wanting. It's kind of back to how it used to be. And I'm like, all right. So I got it. I'm like, this is not what it used to be. And he's like, I know it sucks, but I needed somebody to play with. I'm like, you're, <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> and so I played a little bit. And it was fun. You know, it's much more fun in a group. But yeah, it, it got to be stale for me. I, had, I do want to play the new one. I do want to play their their version of Battle Royale just to try it, but not at 60 bucks right now. 
Oh yeah, it's well, it's blown up. It's crazy right now. Um, that's all I see. Uh, it's either that PUBG or Fortnite, and I'm surprised people are still streaming PUBG. Um, with Black Ops out, it's interesting. Well, there's still an audience for everything. Um, and one of the big reasons I don't stream in any of those or try to get good at them, because you know, you read the news, you're like, holy fuck, look how many subscribers Ninja has. Oh yeah, Jeez, maybe I should be playing Fortnite. But you look at it, it's like, wow, there's 5,000 Fortnite streams right now. I'm not even going to go compete with that. Let's go find a, a smaller little RPG where we have smaller audiences, but we've got tons of engagement and stuff like that. And uh, I think your discoverability as a streamer is better if you're playing less saturated games. Well, and, and that's Ninja's, like, full-time job. Like, the reason why people watch him is because of his straight skill in that game. Like, he's... He's actually good oh, yeah. at it, and it's and he does it full time. To do that, it's nuts. Like to do that full time and and just make that your your only thing too. Like I I don't think I could play just that for my entire life. Like, <laughs> or at for least what he makes, I could play that as long as they needed me to. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's true. He does make a ton of money, but I, I mean, I will I will admit, like the guy is great at the game and these top level players who have all these subscribers who have all these viewers who go on to turn pro who can play at that level holy fuck are they that it's amazing i do not claim to be able to play at any level close to that um we were talking about it last night where you play multiplayer games like yeah i rock i should go pro it's like well maybe the matchmaking is just really good and you're playing against players around your ability um because you watch those pros and the things they can do are just amazing you're like holy shit but, you know, I, I don't believe that I could ever perform. Like, I play Overwatch a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I'm, there's no Overwatch League here. <laughs> Maybe the old man stoner league or something, but that's about it. I I mean, I tried, um, like, PvP stuff uh, back when, like, TF2 was just, like, hitting it big. And people used to just get so mad at me. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't play with people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm so bad at this game. <laughs> like, I try to shoot. I just, I'm not good at it. Like, I don't have those reflexes. But, good. I mean, good on the people who, who do. Um, but, like, I'm I'm still fighting the urge to, to just play Red Dead 2. Just because, like, it's out now. and But it's got, like, a 60-hour campaign. And my amount of time that I can put towards gaming is is very small like 60 hours is like the next year probably <laughs> i don't know if that's true but it's like i, I wish yeah and see for me i'll knock that out in 10 days if we're if i'm just streaming it and doing a campaign and the issue is my wife and my son have claimed my ps4 just because it works better than the ps3 and they play minecraft and watch netflix with it so i need that game to come out on pc rockstar bring it out on pc it's not like you're an indie developer that can't afford it shit yeah i think they're working on this one um i don't i don't actually know why red dead one never came out on on pc like they said there's a lot of problems but i mean if they can fix batman they could fix they can fix this i don't i don't know um but i think i've heard like they have said like yeah it's coming onto the pc at some point just the question is when it'll be five years later and yeah. for me that means it better be cheap because there's nothing new it's all on youtube everybody's seen it 
like, oh, come on, this is a game that's a year and a half old. Just because you're bringing it to a new platform, I don't think that that warrants full price. That's true. Um, Especially from big companies. I understand if an indie developer needs to do a staggered launch because they are working on tiny budgets, but this is this is Rockstar. Yeah, they're they're well, and, and what else are they doing right now? You know, they might collecting be collecting money from shark cards. Yeah, that's about it. Like they might be working on Grand Theft Auto Six. However, like that they, they they're very much like one game at a time. They don't do. Oh, yeah. uh, two or three titles a year you know no i will give them credit with grand theft auto 5 um i do own i've i've resisted it but i own it on ps3 i own it on ps4 and if i wanted to fire it up there is new content i could play they do keep new stuff going on with it um i just don't think as a streamer that's i don't want to go into gta 5 well, I'll never come back. <laughs> I've been trying to stream it actually, just the story mode, and it's just not. I mean, it just doesn't take off. I was like, okay, um, you know, I figured like maybe with Red Dead coming up, but it's it's just you know, it's either people are doing silly stuff online or or it's just oversaturated. Like, there's still a lot of people streaming that because there's so much to still do. It's interesting. Yeah, and I, like I said, I give Rockstar credit for that for keeping uh, their player base going with new content hey Laura. yeah hey welcome Laura, to the just another nerdy podcast skyrim just got released for the billionth time bomb guy yeah did you get did you get to see i mean most people have seen it but did you see that video where they were like basically playing it on a fridge yes i saw that <laughs> that's what i like about it though is they're very self-aware like they they understand they're they're playing it on everything oh yeah and i mean it's not like people aren't buying it, and that's the argument, is if you don't want them to keep making the game, stop buying it on every system. Not that Skyrim's a bad game at all. I've got hundreds of hours on it oh, yeah. um, through PS3, um, the PC Legendary Edition, and now with the uh, Special Edition. But, I mean, if, if you're going to buy it, keep selling your product. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if it's good, keep it going. Uh, because, like, I mean, and they have to lean, I think they have to lean a little bit on um, on Skyrim a bit because Fallout 4, though it's still an awesome game, like, there's still not as many people were as pleased with Fallout 4 as they were with Skyrim. So Agreed. I think Skyrim is still their big title, you know. And then Fallout, was it Fallout 76 comes out here soon? And, and it's that's going to be a mixed bag as well. So... You know, they've so got are you a... getting 76? What's that? Are you getting 76? Uh, I don't think I'm going to get 76. Uh, there's The one thing I don't like about it is, is there's no NPCs, which is what I love the most about Fallout. I like all the strange interactions and dialogue um, that comes out of that. Um, Welcome. Hey, Laura, thank you so much for the follow. Uh, but And on top of that, like, so <laughs> my video gaming budget is very small. Like I don't, I don't get a lot, um, which is why I do most of the podcasting and stuff is cause it, it's a way for me to engage with people and still have a good time. Um, and, and well, I have I a lot of stuff. Budget. What's that? I hear you on budget. My kid's going through shoes. He's eating. And I'm just like, can you not eat everything in the fridge before dinner? <laughs> yeah. Oh. And so uh, this year I look at it and <clears throat> 
for Christmas, I this I mean your Christmas season, I'm getting one game. I'm getting Hitman, you know. Oh yeah. I, and I look at it as I want a new big game. I love the Hitman series. I would like to play Red Dead. I do want to play 76 at some point, but both of those games again oversaturated and as a streamer, I'm like, well, I'll take my chances with Hitman. Hope everybody's playing Red Dead. Hope everybody's playing that. Oh yeah. And and you know, before that was Spider-Man. Unfortunately, I was an idiot. Well, I wasn't an idiot. I had reasoning, but I bought an Xbox One instead of a PS4, and so I feel like I feel kind of screwed out of all that. <laughs> like, uh, Spider-Man, especially. Microsoft did good on the Xbox One with their backwards compatibility. Oh yeah, that is where I'm like, oh, that's why I need an Xbox One, because, um, like old man JMS in chat. He'll tell me about old games he's downloading just because it's backwards compatible now. And I'm like, oh, damn it. I would love to just easily play that on a console and be good, you know? Right? That is what's nice about it. I bought it because, like, so I had a TV show a while ago, like, just a local cable access thing I was doing. Um, and my co-host had a PS4. So I was like, I'll get an Xbox One. I was like, and then I'll be able to review Crackdown 3. Uh, little did I know the show would be canceled before I could ever even get to Crackdown Three. <laughs> oh no! So it's it's a shame. Like I still want to play because Crackdown One is still one of my favorite games of all time, and Crackdown Three, um, kind of, I don't know. It may it makes me feel reminiscent of that. I've played Crackdown One since, and it's it has not aged well. <laughs> but I would prefer. I kind of wish I had a PS4 at this point. You know, especially if you get like Last of Us coming out and stuff like that. <laughs> calls me old <laughs> 11's jms <laughs> jms is not yeah he's a little salty over that that's funny um he is one of my i believe yeah he's my longest concurrent subscriber since 2015 oh wow that's and awesome mod. he was also been around so long he helped build the pyramids He's been around since they built the pyramids. Is that a thing you guys just call him old? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, we've got actually, and it's been interesting. We have a much older crowd, especially from what I originally thought Twitch's main audience would be. Um, okay. We do have our, our younger audience, um, but the loyal viewers for the most part are mid to late 20s. All the way up through, oh, I'd say probably late fifties. Okay. Like it's, I was I was very surprised once I started getting to know a lot of the viewers and finding out how their demographics and stuff, how they are and stuff. It was like, oh shit, JMS is older than dirt. Do you think like some of your play style um, is the reason or what, what do you think, uh, what, what factor do you think contributes to you like maintaining mostly? Um, and, and I, and I say this lightly, like an older audience, I don't think you guys are old, but <laughs> I stopped playing Minecraft. You stopped playing Minecraft. No, well, that's one of the games I first started streaming and it was like, Oh, there's nothing to kids. I'm like, okay, I got to play something else. I'm smoking weed. I can't do this. You know, that's true. You do multiplayer and it's hi. Oh, what the, Get the hell out of here, ban. It's like, okay, we're going to go do something with more blood. 
But that was actually a decision I made after looking at um, YouTube statistics. And you, uh, Minecraft at the time, and I'm sure it still does, holds a, an enormous market share on what people watch on YouTube in a sense of gaming. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. The only but the audience, it was like, oh no, I can't do this shit. <laughs> so what was what was some of the first games you started with outside of Minecraft? Like, what did you branch into? Uh, the Witcher was huge for me. Um, I did play a lot of GTA Five on the PS4. I'm trying to think, what else did I stream? Uh, we streamed Fallout when it first came out, Fallout Four, uh, but a ton of Witcher. Okay ton of witcher yeah i unfortunately i've missed that bandwagon i was thinking about going back and playing that at some point but um that's a down the road type of thing the witcher 3 still usually like 20 bucks on sale which is a decent deal for the size of the game like i think that's perfect full for price it. for witcher 3 is a great deal what is the full price is it 30 or like 40 full price with dlc if you were to pay for it, it's like 80 bucks 85 still still quite it's one of those games that i think is content wise worth it correct it's one of the few games that i've purchased recently and i say recently within this last generation of consoles i guess if you want to base it on that um even though we're doing everything on pc um where i've paid up front the 60 bucks i bought the season pass and when it was all said and done i was like totally worth it you know, you play some of the new games, and you mentioned Fallout 4. You get to the end, and it's just like, ugh. So I don't want to play this anymore. I'm bored. This isn't really Fallout. Yeah, I could have bought it on sale. Yeah, I'm kind of lost in Fallout 4 right now. Like, I'm I'm in that middle range to the end, and I, do, I just I don't want to make any decisions to end it. Like, I like the exploration more. That's what I love about the game, but just story-wise. And I'm really mad because Fallout 3, the only reason why I never finished that was because my computer got reformatted uh, before I could save the file. So I never beat Fallout 3. It's a shame. Um, Download the Tale of Two Wastelands mod, and then you can play it with Fallout 3 as DLC for Fallout New Vegas. Oh, that sounds fun. So, uh, Dank, a quick question, because um, we're kind of coming up to uh, about noonish. Uh, what? Um, let's talk about when you started. What got you like to decide to start streaming? Like, when did you first hear about Twitch? Um, I first heard about it when a friend and I were playing Call of Duty, and we were just like shit talking to each other in a lobby, and some dude was just laughing. He's like, "You guys got to stream this." I'm like stream this the hell are you talking about like i knew about youtube but i didn't know about streaming he's like oh you gotta check out twitch and at some point i did and i was watching a guy play an old uh free-to-play ps3 game i used to play it was uh dust 514 and i ended up in this streamer's lobby and he had a bunch of viewers and they're subscribing i didn't know what it meant or anything and i was interested and so i played in this guy's lobby and i fucking like wiped the floor with him i was like holy shit if you're not any good at this and people are watching you maybe i should try <laughs> and i had been playing the game and i think he had just started looking at it so and it was a it was a weird game where you had to like specialize into your class and everything but um that 
opened my eyes to the idea of it. And because I was doing stuff on YouTube, um, I'm one of those streamers where I will admit that everything I do with this, whether it be with YouTube or with Twitch, has been viewed as a business. A lot of people get turned off by it. They're like, oh, it should all be donations. It's like, no, I got to keep the internet running. So this is a business. Um, but I looked at Twitch as... A, I kind of took a gamble on, well, is it easier to get the views on YouTube and make money off the advertising? Or is it easier to engage an audience and get tips on Twitch? I'm like, I bet you it's a lot easier if you've got people that you can talk to live to have a better relationship with them versus trying to get people to turn off an ad blocker on YouTube. That is 100% true. That is, yeah. <laughs> I get you there. Um, So, so kind of, um, let's, oh, okay, so we've discussed your niche a little bit. Ah, yeah, this is the last thing that I definitely want to talk about a little bit with you, because um, I, I think I forgot this with the first person that I asked, uh, the first person that I was going with, but um, what, like, what advice would you have for someone who wants to get into Twitch today? Because Twitch over time has changed quite a bit, but, like, from where you're standing today, what kind of advice would you give someone who's trying to get into the field? Don't quit your day job. If you're just, if you're just starting, like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm quitting what I do for a living. Even if you're just working at circle K, I don't even know if they have circle K's anymore. Seven 11, your gas station, your fast food joint, whatever. Don't quit because you're making so much more than you will trying to do this if you're getting into it uh, on a hobby level it's a lot of fun you can make a, um, a lot of good connections with your community but if you're looking at getting into it to support yourself because that's what a lot of people are seeing right now they see the articles about the big time streamers who are just bringing in the dough you know and you're like holy shit i could do that i'm good at overwatch you probably aren't that good if you're already if you're not already at that level um and if you want to really try, go cheap. Dip your toes in the water. Is it something you really want to do? Um, if you're a younger audience, major in some type of broadcast um, broadcast courses in college. You know, broadcast with a minor in web design or something. Because if you want to be successful at this, you've got to be high quality. You've got to have your shit on point because there's so many streamers out there that you've got to stand out on every level um it's it's rough out there i would i'm not i don't want to discourage anybody from like you know follow your dreams but <laughs> you need to be realistic about it this is literally the next generations i want to be a rock star i want to be a professional football player it's no i want to be a streamer yeah and it's saturated and <laughs> it's rough. You know, you're you're out there trying to get traction, trying to get numbers and stuff, get viewers, and it's dog eat dog. Oh yeah, it's nuts out there. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your community as well. Um, we talked about their age and stuff, but um, what what do you think? Um, like, what do you think your community is like? grabbing onto with you like what What do you think that they like why do you think they stick around every day you know what i mean it's the sexy beard it's <laughs> uh, i dig it no i'm uh 
I don't know. <laughs> a lot of times I wonder that because I'm usually cranky. Um, in real life, I don't like most people. I'm like, oh, that guy's an idiot. Oh, that guy's a moron. You know, um, for a lot of people that I run into in public. But in chat, you know, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you smoke. I don't care if you drink. I don't care if you're male, female, um, somewhere in between, or what your deal is. If you're chill, you're chill, and you can hang out. And I think that's been a lot of what has helped out. We've also kind of don't have a... Uh, any high tolerance for bullshit. If we get anybody in there that is overly negative or anything, it's like, yeah, get out of here. There's a million, 10 million viewers on Twitch. We can do without you. And so keeping it a chill place to hang out has really helped. Okay. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I think, um, I can't really think of, <laughs> too much else that i want to ask you at this point um and i think we're coming up to a good stop and place on the interview but i just wanted to uh see well first of all i wanted to do a big shout out to the chat you guys um a lot of you are huge supporters um coming in from dank's channel so thank you so much for popping in uh welcome to the stream um but uh is there anything else you want to kind of say or talk about before we we end the the interview here well, first, thanks for having me. Everybody that did come by to watch, thank you guys. Uh, I'll see a lot of you tonight, most of you. Um, and this is what I do talk about, where even though this is a business to me and this is what I do to help support my family, um, pay support for my daughter, um, it is awesome seeing the people that watch me just come out to support you. It is, it's an awesome thing. Um, but everything I say, take with a grain of salt, too. I'm an old jaded stone gamer, so. <laughs> uh, well, I got to say thank you, Dank, so much for popping in. Uh, your support so far has been uh, awesome. You even uh, popped in on the Pink Smurf stream um, and, and, and helped out there. You even gave some really good feedback, so I really appreciate it. I really appreciate all the people kind of coming in. Um, uh, so uh, the last little bit of business that I got to do is... Uh, just remember guys, you can catch us live. Uh, we do Wednesday. We're going to start at noon this week. We're going to do the podcast. You can watch us live Wednesday at noon. Uh, we're going to be chatting actually, interestingly enough about, uh, sort of the lawsuit that's going on between Netflix and the church of Satan over Sabrina, the Sabrina TV show. What? Uh, yeah, there's the church of Satan is actually suing Netflix over the depiction of their own church. Uh, so Interestingly enough, uh, Dritzt is a Satanist, so we're going to have a live debate over whether or not they should legally have the right to sue. There's going to be theatrics. I I uh, I bought shit for this, so feel free well, to check it out at noon. I have to ask, because I am ordained. If I can get enough people into the Church of Dank, can I sue all the weed shows if I don't like how they depict my weed and we can all just have our own private jet? I don't know. <laughs> you might be able to, uh, if you can make All that. Right. So, well, so, so their legal grounds that they're discussing is the idea that they used an image of theirs, um, that they, that they have technically trademarked. They used, um, it's the goat figure, um, the goat headed figure statue. Apparently it's close enough that it infringes on trademark according to them. 
So it's very, yeah. it's going to be an interesting debate. Uh, we're going to have a really good time. We've been kind of studying and doing some research. Chat is going to decide either way. Uh, and then if there's a tie in the chat, I'll be the tiebreaker. So that'll be a lot of fun. But uh, feel free to check that out on Wednesday. Next week, we're going to be doing an interview with a Tweety expert. She is a streamer who kicks ass. She plays nothing but Borderlands and she plays it. She plays it hard. That's all she does. And it's it's fascinating actually to see this. Like she is like a Borderlands streaming machine. Uh, and, and so we're going to be interviewing her next week on Thursday little bit earlier in the morning so if you want you can also follow us on youtube.com slash just another new podcast just look us up look us up uh just another new podcast you're gonna see this mug um and, and we'll have that interview up like this one later on we'll also have the pink smurf interview up and the zalthara interview so feel free to check all that out and then if you just want to listen to this you can download it put it in your pocket put a little nerdy in your pocket that's what i like to say so oh, god <laughs> <laughs> i know i say that and dritz like audibly moans or groans he's just like so (laughs) so you can put us uh, itunes google play stitcher iHeartRadio, Castbox. like we're on all those platforms many others just look up just another nerdy podcast or you can find the links in the description down below there's also buttons down below you can just click any of those buttons and boom we'll show up so feel free to check that out but thanks guys for watching um I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, also, uh, we're going to be putting up soon uh, Flintstones. We're going to do commentary for the Flintstones on Scener. So you can check us out at scener.com slash jamp, J-A-N-P. So see you guys next time. Bye.